Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Korva Coleman. Israel appears to be cracking down on one of the ways it says Hamas is being funded. NPR's Jason DeRose reports. Israel's defense minister, Yoav Gallant, says five money-changing offices in the West Bank have been named as terrorist organizations. He says the offices transferred money to Hamas and the group Palestinian Islamic Jihad. After the defense minister signed the order declaring them terrorist organizations, Israeli forces raided nine currency exchange branches in the West Bank, according to Gallant. He says authorities confiscated 10 million shekels during the raids, That's the equivalent of nearly $2.8 million. Gallant says security forces also arrested 21 Palestinians suspected of transferring funds to the terrorist organizations. Jason DeRose, NPR News, Tel Aviv. The Texas National Guard responded to a video obtained by Texas Public Radio last week. It appears to show Guard members ignoring cries for help from a woman and child crossing the water of the Rio Grande. Now, Human Rights Watch is responding to the agency's statement. Texas Public Radio's Pablo De La Rosa reports. In a statement, officials with the Texas Military Department said they saw, quote, no signs of incapacitation. The woman, who appears to be in danger of drowning, can be heard saying in the video that she could no longer walk. Eyewitnesses said both woman and child, quote, went under for a moment as guards watched. Ari Sawyer is U.S. border researcher for Human Rights Watch. Um, Ignoring that woman and her baby was wrong on just a basic human level. At what point would they have intervened when her baby was already drowning? Two migrants drowned in the Rio Grande River earlier this month. I'm Pablo de la Rosa in McAllen. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is facing criticism. She was asked yesterday by a New Hampshire voter to discuss the cause of the U.S. Civil War. She did not mention slavery in the response. Haley did say the Civil War was about the freedoms of what people could and couldn't do. The voter told Haley he was astonished that she failed to discuss slavery. Haley asked the voter a question. What do you want me to say about slavery? The voter said he had gotten his answer. The Michigan Supreme Court has turned away a challenge to keep Donald Trump off the state's presidential primary ballot. Michigan Public Radio's Rick Pluta says a lower court ruling will stay in place. The Michigan Supreme Court, which is the state's highest court, in an unsigned order, it refused to review lower court decisions. And those decisions said there's really no case to look at unless Trump becomes the Republican nominee. That is, Republicans have to choose their nominee before the judicial branch gets involved. The Colorado Supreme Court ruled earlier this month Trump could not appear on that state's primary ballot because his actions around January 6th amounted to insurrection. It's NPR. A federal judge in Idaho has temporarily blocked the state from enforcing a new law that prohibits gender transition medical care for minors. From Boise State Public Radio, Troy Oppie reports. The American Civil Liberties Union and two families of teens currently receiving gender-affirming medical care sued Idaho over the new law, which is set to take effect New Year's Day. It would carry a penalty of up to 10 years in prison for doctors who prescribe puberty blockers or other treatment for transgender minors. Judge B. Lynn Windmill, a Clinton appointee, ruled the law violates the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution's 14th Amendment. Idaho's Attorney General Raul Labrador said he'd 
immediately appeal the ruling in a statement calling gender-affirming care experimental and saying the ruling puts children at risk of irreversible harm. For NPR News, I'm Troy Oppie in Boise. The State Department says the U.S. is giving Ukraine $250 million in aid. The agency warns this is the last tranche Ukraine will get this year from the U.S. Congress has not agreed on another aid package, despite President Biden's pleas. Officials in Democratic Republic of the Congo say more than 60 people have been killed in flooding. Many other people are reported missing. Heavy rain in the southern and east-central regions of DRC triggered landslides that trapped many Congolese. Roads have been submerged. A heavy winter storm this week in Scotland has caused storm damage. The Associated Press reports heavy snow and some wind gusts in Scotland that were clocked at 80 miles per hour. Scottish authorities say homes and roads are damaged. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.